disappointment, failure, defeat, and heartbreak, they happen. So what the heck are people doing who have consistently gotten back up again and find new ways to be satisfied in life? That thing we've discovered is one word, and that word is resilience. Today, you're going to discover how to add a little resilience to your life at the beginning of 2019. Welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. I am Michael Smalley, along with Amy Smalley. And uh, we're going to hit resilience because it's a new year and everybody else, all the other like popular shows, yeah. want to do New Year's resolutions. Not us. Not us. We don't do that. No, we don't play that cool. game. We're super too cool for that. <laughs> so, okay. So we're going to get into resilience. What does it look like? Why does it help you? And I mean, it's radically important, people. It is. The distraction of the day, I'm going wicked cool. Wicked cool. I, I'm not going to say that we are breaking this news <laughs> because I found I it don't on think the news. We're, yeah, I don't think that we're the, a news network. No, but I'm thinking most of our viewers on Facebook Live and our podcast audience is totally unaware of this. Really? Yeah, but do you, like, do any of you remember NASA's spacecraft New Horizons? You remember that one? That's the one yeah. that's going on forever. Okay. And it is like past Pluto now. Really? Oh, it's like 4 billion miles away from the Earth. Wow. Okay. And I so love that, space. Oh, I love yep. the stars. I, oh, I've always loved that stuff. So on January 1st, yes. it sent back from New Horizons yes. a photo. Yes. This is something that we have photographed for the first time so far away from the Earth. And it's going to blow your mind. All right. I'll tell you what it is. And this is where it gets a what? little fun. Okay. Now, I'm going to tell you what it is right now. Because I know we're usually the distraction of the day is meant to keep everybody watching and listening yes. to the very end. So I'm actually going to tell you what it is. But I'm going to tell you what it is in Scots Gaelic. Yeah. Scots Gaelic? That's an actual language. Because okay. I went to Google Translate. Scots Gaelic? Yes. And so <laughs> courtesy of Google Translate. Here's what I'm going to show you. This is what this picture is of, but it's in, I'm going to pronounce this in Scots Gaelic. Farsnifta. 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 That's what you're going to see. Farsnifta. Yeah, at the end of the show. like a sneeze. Farsnifta. I know, and for the Facebook Live people, I'm actually going to pick up the camera, turn it so you can watch it. Watch it. Yeah. All right. Who knows if that's illegal. See the video. But we're doing it. All right. Honoring news of the day. Right. Sunnyskies.com has come through once again. And you know, I'm always going to take a chance to highlight this. A woman donates kidney to ex-husband 20 years after divorce. Oh, wow. How awesome is that? That's very sweet. So That's a, very sweet. On sunnyskies.com, a woman helped save her ex-husband's life by donating mm -hmm. her kidney 20 years post-divorce. Wow. It is. We want to give props out to Mary Ziegler. And then her ex-husband is Bill Heinrichs, or Hendricks of St. Cloud, Minnesota. They were married for 22 years. Wow. And now they've been divorced for 20. Wow. And here's this is kind of cool. And I just, I don't know. I thought this was really positive. And I think Hendricks says, we kind of made a commitment at, at the time to get along. So, like, about the decision to separate. Uh -huh. And not, you know, and not to do anything poorly to each other and to the kids you know all those bad divorce things. We agreed not to do that, so apparently they've honored it. Yeah. Even after divorce. Yeah, they had to have communicated at least a little bit. But you know what right? really stood out to me on this one? What? 
one of the biggest reasons his ex-wife wanted to do this was because of uh, Bill, her ex-husband, because of his new wife. Apparently, apparently Mary is like, this woman is amazing. And she has been the best thing that's ever happened to our family and to my kids. Oh, my gosh. It was so, the whole thing was honoring. That is incredible. I think that's really, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I could we could totally do a whole show on that, um, but yeah, the idea of the idea of being able to recognize and give someone to say give someone the benefit of the doubt and just try to still be honoring to them yeah. even after they've really hurt you or obviously there was some hurt um, in this divorce and so being able to renew that and good to, good to come from it is huge. Can yeah. I take one little funny turn? Yeah. So. Ziegler said, okay, so she goes on in the article, the universe was just kind of like, you're the one, in terms of you're going to donate. It was also a way for Ziegler to give her ex-husband the ultimate I told you so. Oh, no. Oh, no. So here's the ex-wife. One of our issues when we were married is I'm super athletic and into health and fitness and wellness, and this guy wasn't. So I was going to remind you, aren't you glad? (laughs) Where I wanted to go and cut. That's why you probably ended up, you know. But I thought that is so funny. So she was doing awesome things. She still gets all the credit. She does. But she couldn't help She couldn't help herself to say, you know, aren't you glad I was healthy because my kidney, (laughs) I kept it real good for you. Let me read the quote, by the way, from her about the the stepmom, I guess. Okay, yeah. I always say that Bill never left our family, but his wife, Linda, joined it. I consider Linda a gift to my kids and me and to Bill and one of the best things that ever happened to all of us. Wow. Who knew that? That's amazing. Way to go. So that was the honoring news. Now we go back. Uh, Don't forget, check us out at smalleyinstitute.com. You can do the course, Transform Your Marriage in 31 Days. It's $31. So we take the guesswork out of what can help. And you get Mm -hmm. cool stuff every single week for 31 days. And if you take it, and if you're open, it really does make a difference. And something, because this, we just talked about a a redemptive divorce story, you're... But your marriage doesn't have to end in divorce. You can, there is hope. For me, if there are people out there, if they're willing to be honoring to each other, there's a part of it, maybe they just didn't know how to resolve conflict. Maybe they just didn't know that it was okay for their personalities to be different. Maybe they didn't have someone that would come alongside them and that would help them and encourage them and hold them accountable. Help help Bill, possibly, if he's made some commitments to possibly live better. You know, get, get a game plan together. Maybe that's what, you know, and I'm not saying that this, you know, God redeems situations and he redeems, and God is always on the move and he takes everything in our life and he takes all of our brokenness and everything and he makes it new. But wouldn't it be great if you could save your marriage? Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if it didn't have to end in divorce? And so that's what we're here for as well. At smallinstitute.com, 
call today, talk to one of our marriage coaches, talk to one of our, our, our people that, that are loving and caring, and they, we want to help because we do not want another marriage to end in divorce. Call 1-800-875-8748. Nope. No? 975. 975. Dang it. 1-800-975-8748. I'm is. so sorry, Wendy. I tried to get it right. Well, I'm going to say it again. one 800 975 8748. We would love to hear from you. And that was so good. One, I was tempted just to like go mic drop, but that would have been perceived poorly by. So I was watching you on the <laughs> iPhone screen. That guy, that was awesome. That was awesome. That was Thanks. not even scripted. And I'm like watching the screen going, I feel like I'm watching this Do show I? now. <laughs> Oh yeah, wait, of course, I'm on Wendy's it. like ha ha ha, and she's going, "Please say it again. Please yes. say the right number." <laughs> Don't forget, uh, you're listening to Smalley Marriage Radio. You can subscribe on the podcast app, which is 93 percent of our listeners are on the podcast app. There you go. So subscribe. You can do it on Castbox, wherever you want. But subscribe, give us a review, and then if you want, because we're about you know it's Thursday. It's Thursday. Friday is tomorrow. Friday's what happens coming. on Friday? It's question, question, or answer. Yeah, day. listener, answer, listener, day. answer, listener, question, answer day. <laughs> That's it. So you can call our twenty-four hour a day hotline because I have procured robots to answer that, <laughs> and that number is nine zero three three nine two zero nine seven five. Leave us a voicemail. You can encourage us. You can criticize us. Please if don't. You make I, fun I take of it me, very personally. No, yeah, not her. <laughs> Me, if you want to make fun of me, call 903-392-0975. I will play it as long as there is no cursing. Mm. As long as there's no cursing. Please don't. No, of me, not of you. I wouldn't do that to you. That'd be mean. All right. So today's show, we are talking about resilience or that sort of, I kind of think of it like that never die attitude or never give up. Mm -hmm. And psychology today defines resilience this way. Resilience is that ineffable quality that allows some people to be knocked down by life and come back stronger than ever. Rather than letting failure overcome them and drain their resolve, they find a way to rise from the ashes like that phoenix bird. Rise from the ashes. You know what? In Scripture, it talks about how there's going to be how God makes beauty from the ashes. And so we know that the concepts that even the world psychology tells us about, the stuff that's the good stuff, God, it's stuff that God teaches. It's not anything new that's under the sun. It's that they're saying it maybe in a secular way. And we we love to basically turn it on its edge a little bit and be able to say, okay, yeah, you're right. And guess what? And the way to actually equip you to do all this is the power and the grace of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So I love it. So author Courtney Ackerman found that resilient people, so this is what it looks like if you're going to be resilient. This is kind of the qualities. These are the things that they're doing. So resilient people make realistic plans and follow through. So that I feel like I'm resilient. Do you feel like I'm resilient? I feel like both of us are very resilient. We've kind of had to be. <laughs> yes, we have. And so uh, so this first one was interesting to me, and I want to get your thoughts on it. Make realistic plans and follow through. I'm struggling with, I'm not totally sure how that's a part of resilience, because I frankly am terrible at realistic plans 
and follow through, but yet I think I'm a very resilient person. So uh, why would she say <clears throat> resilient people make realistic plans? I just maybe it's like the word realistic I'm getting angry. Well, realistic is is practical, doable. It's something it's making it's not making your say I'm going to make um a a change or I'm going to be more disciplined or I'm going to you know I'm study never going to eat dessert again. Uh, okay. That would be unrealistic. It, it it might be, and and so if that's if that's the if that's where you are, you need to be realistic. But then you ask the follow through needs you you need to actually do it. And then if you don't do it, then you need to be able to say, was that go back and reevaluate that and say, okay. was that a realistic um, plan or not? And then you'd be able to give yourself grace or forgiveness. And then you, it's being able to say, and then picking yourself back up and saying reevaluating, and then going forward and doing it again and making another plan and maybe saying, okay, maybe this plan will work right. and so well you know, you know what the follow through, follow through is? that one i think i'm better at follow through than i realize because it's it's isn't it in this conversation about just don't quit yeah don't quit mm -hmm. so you make one plan it blows up in your face try again try again like i did with my own weight journey Right. I never but you, quit. you keep, yes, you keep looking for the right answers. You keep looking for the way. And and so as and it's crazy because we know that if you're looking for the way, then God is a part of the way. Because yeah. he was actually called the way. Yeah. So being able to do that. Another part of it is um that you're confident in who you are and what you believe. Um, you know, and they and they believe that they can make it. So you believe, and for us as as Christ followers, we can say we are who God says that we are. So when Satan wants to say, you know, the lies and the it's labels never gonna or change, whatever, or never going to get better. When we have that, then we can say, God, who do you say that I am? And then God, and then also, who are you? Yeah. And when we can connect with somebody, something that's bigger than us, it makes us be able to believe that we really, truly can make it. Yeah. I think it was Kirsten on Facebook Live who said, you are not setting yourself up for failure. That helps with resilience, like having that plan. Yes. Right? You're not putting yourself in a place that you're probably going to fail because you, you're thinking it through. You're being, what's my word for the year? This is why I don't ever do that. Intentional. Intentional. Because I always forget the word. <laughs> All through the year, I can't remember. <laughs> All right, number three here, for people who are resilient, they take care in how they communicate. And they, they when we say they take care in how they communicate, how they communicate they're effective. They're doing the right thing. They're, they have structure. You, you've said that recently that I've started to fall away from the structured way to communicate when I get offended or when I get upset. But they're good at problem solving. What does that mean? Well, what does it mean to be good at problem solving? Well, <laughs> I stink at it. I don't. I don't have ideas. I have no analytical I, bone in my body. Yeah, I, I would say I'm. Probably a better problem solver yeah. than you are. I, I'd say ninety four percent of the world is a and, better. And and so a part You're of that, the bragging. problem, the problem solving piece of that is the trying something different and not being resigned to something not working out, not being resigned to, well, this is never going to change. Problem solving means that I just haven't found the right solution yet. What are some and, ideas? And God and I ha haven't figured this out. We will. And and I have some and I believe in something bigger than me that will be able to empower me and equip me, and and as long as I'm on the journey and I'm in the fight, that's the biggest piece of of not of failing of not failing is that you're on the journey of success every time you pick yourself back up. You're whether or not 
you actually truly do end, you know, finish the race. You know, what is it? Paul is talking about, you know, I want to finish the race. I want to finish it strong. And as you want to finish that race, it means that you have to keep getting back up. You have to keep, you know, and you may fail. But it, do you define yourselves by the times that you fall or do you def- define yourselves on the time, you know, by that you're getting yourself the back up? times that you get back up. Right. And I think also, though, with problem solving that I want to say is that um, you want the what you want behind the intention or heart of problem solving is how is this going to be a win for the other person as well? So it's not just going, here's my ideas and this is the only way to do it. It's my attitude has to be, no, what is something that's going to work for both of us? Here we go. Can I read that one? <laughs> so Peter Bigler, who's one of our dear friends and I now hate He's him. He's been a part of our solutions for a oh, long time. Sorry, Peter. <laughs> but Peter just wrote, if there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Yeah, some vanilla ice. <laughs> yeah, ice, I wish I could ice, get the baby. yeah. I wish I could get the rhythm. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Down yo, by. I'll solve it. Yeah, uh-huh. something like that. Yeah. Oh Thanks, yeah. Thanks, Peter. Now I've humiliated myself. The last <laughs> thing here that people with resiliency show that you'll see in their life is they're able to manage their emotions and basically show some self control. So resilient people are going to consistently keep it in check because. Doing the right thing or honoring God, honoring others is more important than just, you know, whatever. Uh, giving in to our carnal thoughts and, and actions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So did you? Oh, yeah, we didn't cut that out. So Ackerman also shares some more traits. And by the way, I have a link to this. It's a great article, and it's on the positive psychology school something. But I have the link on the thing at smalleyinstitute.com in this episode's specific page. So you can go there and click on it, but they're calm under pressure. They're optimistic, um, believing your life matters, right? Like believing who I am and what I do matters. Believe and and again, see, these are all things that through our relationship with Christ, we can have those things. You know, when we have the fruits of the spirit, that's calm, that's self-control, that's, you know, an optimism. Can humor be one of the fruits of the spirit? It, I, I, That's joy. Oh, Absolutely. Right. And so humor, um, believing your life matters is, is huge. Believing that God created me for a purpose and for me to be able to think about not just when I think about purpose, oh, purpose. Okay. So, you know, Bill Hybels had a big purpose, you know, I'm Billy Graham had a big purpose. Okay, so what about me? I I don't. I'm a wife and a mother, and I'm just raising some kids. But your purpose is is doing those things well. And do when I do those with the joy of the Lord, with the strength of the Lord, with with humor, with grace, with self discipline. Then guess what? That is for this season of your life. This is the purpose that God has called you to. And being able to understand that and engage in that, not minimize it, um, but then also being able to say, God, if you've given me this, then maybe you might want to give me more. And if I want, and if I think that, you know, I need to be evangelist or the next Billy Graham or, you know, whatever, okay, let's, God, put that in my path. Let's get after it. That's right. So here's what happens when you choose resiliency and you start building those qualities that we just shared, and it's all in the notes. So if you're like me and you've already forgotten everything we just said, you can still read it. Here's kind of the benefits. This is what starts happening in your life or or the positive impact that being resilient is. You're smarter. You have fewer absences from work or school, so you're going to be more successful because you're there more. You're going to earn more. 
you won't feel as alone because resilient people are always connected and involved with their community and family. So they have people around them. They're not alone. Yeah. They're happy. They're happier and they feel more in control of themselves and they're just more relaxed. So a resilient person is someone that can truly be able to almost engage in the process. And when we engage in the journey and our journey with God and our journey with life and we don't go at life with saying, oh, I shouldn't have, you know, I shouldn't have fallen down and but have the attitude of it will happen and I will pick myself up. So it's, let's let's be resilient in 2019, and maybe one of you is realizing that resilience should be your word what? for 2019. Do you realize your catchphrase is catching on with me? We what? both were going, what? Man, that's addictive. <laughs> All right. So you remember at the beginning yes. of the show, we've come to that place. Yes. It's the distraction of the day. Oh, I yes. We're so gonna, excited. We're going to get super creative with camera work. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't know, you're probably going to see, now that I'm thinking about it, you're going to see some stuff. But for the podcast audience, you can watch this video okay. on Facebook Live and you'll be able to see it. And so I'll describe it first. So I'm remember, a little nervous about four this. billion miles from Earth. Four billion miles. This is from... Long, long, long way away. Yes. NBC4 in New York, a NASA spacecraft mm-hmm. yielded its first close-up pictures Wednesday of the most distant celestial object ever explored depicting what looks like a reddish snowman <laughs> it's a snowman that was the word i said it's a snowman do you remember okay. remember my gaelic my my scots gaelic word oh yeah farshnifta 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 what is what is very ironic about this snowman is that we have been in Colorado. We were in Colorado yes. Springs. And now hold on, we gotta. I got it. Okay, you're talking. I'm gonna okay. get camera work going okay. so Facebook Live right. can see and it. And so this is this is what's happened is God foreknew that this was all gonna happen, and so this snowman that was Farshnifta. Or I'm sorry, or Farshnifta, looks very similar to my own creative um, magic that I did with Annie and Reagan in Colorado Springs in their front Bam. yard. There it is, people. I wanted to build a snowman. Yes, I did. wanted to build a snowman. Um, Reagan sang that song to me, so um, you know from Frozen, and we built a snowman, and it was a pretty darn cute snowman, and I think it resembles all they need. They should have gone to TJ Maxx. They would have gone to TJ Maxx. Pat Fleming on Facebook Live says, "To go where no snowman has gone before." Way to go, Pat. They just needed to put the hat. They needed to go. It was $5.99 at TJ Maxx and get the hat that I found yeah. and the scarf and the little and the little buttons and the eyes and the mouth. They should have done that to that snowman that's for Schnifta. That's billions of, that's billions of miles away. Billions of miles away. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty cool.